and welcome to the Beauty Biz Show. I'm your host, Lori Crete. I'm a licensed esthetician, spa owner, industry consultant, speaker, and journalist, and the founder of the Beauty Biz Club, which is the only professional success-based society designed to dramatically up your bookings, increase your profits, and provide you with industry-specific resources that are needed to succeed. If you'd like to know more about how you can become a member of the Beauty Biz Club, please visit beautybizclub.com. Now I invite you to join me as I feature inspirational messages from industry gurus and practical tips to tap into your best success. Stay tuned for some serious Beauty Biz entertainment. Hey everybody, it's Lori Crete here, and I have a very special guest today by the name of Jay Nixon, who many of you know is my significant other, and it's 115 degrees in the desert today, and we thought, oh my goodness, we're going out of our minds. We feel like caged animals. What can we do that is fun and purposeful? So we came up with the idea that Jay would join me and we'd talk a little bit about his new book, The Purpose of Pain. So say hello, Jay. Hello, Jay. (laughs) Okay, so today we're going to talk about your new book, The Purpose of Pain. And can we be really honest with our (laughs) listeners? (laughs) I don't know, most of you guys are in relationships, but this podcast has been a series of arguments between the two of us, right? I wouldn't call it an argument, no. Uh, What would you call it? I'd call it a um, conversation. Okay, conversations, (laughs) because I'll get into why I haven't read Jay's book in a minute, but I kept saying to him, I would love to have you on the show. All my clients at my spa, you guys, keep coming in going, Jay's book changed my life. Jay's book is the best book I've ever read. And um, I thought, well, gosh, I want to share this with my audience because it's helping women out there and mostly women. Those are my spa clients, but I wasn't quite sure what to ask Jay. So I kept saying, please send me some questions about the book. And he kept going, no, tell me why you would not send me questions. I don't even know why I wouldn't send you questions. I don't know. Maybe, maybe because I want you to read the book. I don't know. Okay. So I'll tell you guys why I haven't read the book. I read the first chapter. And the book is really designed what, to help people. Like, what's your main focus on the purpose of pain? Yeah, the book was, I wrote the book because I was at a point in my life 20 years ago where I got stuck or was super stuck and relationships weren't that great. Business wasn't that great. Like, all the different categories in my life weren't thriving. And as I've transformed out of that stuck stage... I just knew that all the things that I'd gone through, the purpose of my pain was to turn the tragedy and and be able to turn that into a triumph. And I just wanted to share that with people because I know that there's people out there that are listening right now that are stuck with something. And I want to give them the tips and the tools and the strategies that I used so that they don't have to live that life anymore. So the first chapter of Jay's book, and I'm not going to tell you because you really should read it, especially if you're at a place in your life where you feel like maybe something tragic or something that affected you emotionally set you back and you need to move forward. So I start reading Jay's book and the first chapter, I realized how painful this tragedy was in his life. And I had a hard time 
moving forward. So I, I just want you guys to know, I didn't not read the book because I don't care about him or I'm too busy. <laughs> it was very painful for me to read. And I, I hope that me saying that doesn't turn a reader off because so many people said that it does help them. And then everyone also said, Lori, he talks so highly, speaks so highly of you in the book. You need to read it. <laughs> so. Well, yeah, it's one of those things where I, can, I can't imagine what it would be like to read a book from, like if you wrote a book and talked about like something that tragic that happened in your life, it would be really hard for me to read. So I definitely understand why you haven't dove into it because it would be difficult. And also I want people to know that like, it doesn't have to be like, we're using the word tragedy, you know, really liberally here. This could be something, I've had people come to me that have read this that have gone through a divorce, people that have gone through um, like a business failure, people who have lost money or everything all the way up to losing a loved one through um, death. So it, it kind of fits the gamut. So I don't want people to think that you've had to have gone through something like catastrophic in order to get value out of the book because that's not the case. Tragedy can affect us in different levels in different forms and it means that word means something different to everyone. Now, the book is called The Purpose of Pain, and I asked you this on the way to the grocery store this morning. I don't think anyone really has to... I think maybe the overall concept behind the book is anyone that's going through a shift in their life where maybe they're feeling stuck. You wrote it to help people like that because I asked you, would this even help maybe a woman who just gave birth and is trying to transition into a new life. Yeah, absolutely. So being the word pain, I think that's another word that's used very liberally. And if you think about it, like, it's like, oh, I'm going through something that like hurts me. Well, pain can be something as simple as like just being like, I'm in a painful place because I don't know what to do next. So it doesn't have to be like the literal version of pain or, you know, emotionally or physically. It could be something you're just stuck. You just don't know what to do next. Yeah, maybe even in a state of overwhelm because of a shift that's taken place. Something I want to ask you that just struck me is um, when you were saying that, you said maybe, and this was before me, I think you said your relationships weren't good. Of course, it had to be before me. Yeah, yeah it was definitely before you. <laughs> and your work wasn't that great. And so I want to know, like, when you were in, what, what created a shift for you? How did you know, God, I'm in a crappy place and I'm stuck because of something I dealt with in my past. Was there an epiphany or a defining moment when you recognize this? Yeah, I just got to a point where I knew that I couldn't sustain what I was doing long-term. And I got to a point wait, where... Wait, what were you doing long-term that you couldn't sustain to help a listener out? Well, just like the, where I was at in my life, like I didn't think that... I, I didn't give the value to my life that it deserved. And I, it was because of the, the things that I had gone through. Um, just to give you guys a, a brief, it'll make more sense if I give you a little snapshot into the book. So when I'm describing my tragedy, it was started with the loss of my father when I was five years old. And I'll, I'll say ended with um, the suicide of my best friend when I was 25 years old. So through that 20-year time period, I lost two other really predominant men in my life, father figures, mentors, if you will. And so I had this, I was in a really bizarre place where I didn't feel like that I was, I was even going to live that long because everybody that I'd ever loved from a, you know, from a, the male side of my life was dead or, or no longer with me. And so, you know, I kind of lived my own life based on feeling like life was going to be short or life wasn't going to be, you know, long-term. And so that's why when you feel that way, you don't, you know, 
who cares about work? Who cares about, you know, friendships and relationships and stuff like that? Because they're going to end anyway. So I know you didn't write this book just to share your story and to to have everyone else go, oh my gosh, this is so awful. You actually wrote it with the purpose of helping people who are dealing with pain. So I think there's two things that I would like you, my listeners, to take away from this. One is if you are in this place where you go, oh my gosh, I know what Jay's talking about. I feel stuck because of something happened. But also, most importantly to me is um, the fact that I know we're not psychologists, we're not trained for it, it's not our job, but if you're anything like me, you've had clients come in, lay on your treatment room table, and share some pretty deep stuff with you. People that are you know, fighting cancer, people who have lost a loved one, and this is just another tool for your treatment room toolbox so you can help your clients leave your space feeling like they've had an amazing experience with you. So now Jay, let's shift. And if you want to hear more of Jay's story, of course, read the book because it's very raw and vulnerable, especially for a man to share this way. Um, But you designed this for people to help pull them out of this place and start to see value in life again, right? 100%. I would say the book is really like it's a personal development, self-help, business, fitness. Like you could really use the tools and the strategies of the book to help you in any area of your life. And just so you guys understand, like my story is a very, very brief part of the book. It's... I just needed to tell the story to set the table so that you could see yourself or to see some kind of thing that you're going through, you know, through the reading of the book. But that's not what the book is about. It's not a it's not intended to make you cry. It's not intended to make you feel sorry for anybody else or to feel sorry for me. It's just intended to give you the tools and the tips so that the tragedy parts a very, very brief part of the book at the very beginning. Now, even though I didn't read the book, you guys, do you have to know that Jay and I sat outside here in Palm Desert many a nights having our glass of wine chatting about this book? And two of my favorite topics that we spoke of, one is how other people helped you. So let's talk about that in a second. Helped you process through this, surrounding yourself with the right people. Hint, hint. One of the reasons I designed the Beauty Biz Club, because people in there are sharing tragedies and we're helping each other through that space because it does affect your business. And the second thing that I loved, we had a really long conversation about this, was getting caught up in, what did you call it? Like the self-development vortex? Yeah, I call it the personal development vortex. And what I mean by that is like in today's world, like we're, you can overconsume personal development, business, marketing. You can overconsume information very easily with books and podcasts and mentors and programs and coaches and things of that nature. And I find that most people actually get stuck in that vortex. So they're They're, always going to classes. They're always getting self-development help, but they're not taking any action steps. They're consuming, but not applying. Yeah, totally. And that's one of the, and and that that thing, when you do that, when you over-consume and under-apply, that's the definition of being stuck. You're not going to get to where you want to go in life, whether it's from a personal perspective, a health and fitness perspective, or a business perspective, because you're always taking in information, never utilizing it, and then you actually get more confused than you were before you even started consuming the information. And you know what? That's sometimes just creating that shift is as simple as having an awareness. Oh my gosh, I'm in this vortex. 100%. And so what I would suggest, I mean, you guys are obviously listening to Lori's podcast right now, which means you've probably listened to episodes in the past. What I always tell a listener to do if they're listening to my show is I say take one or two points from the show that we're talking about, whoever, whatever guest I have on, and apply those points now. Take action on those points now so you can see the quantifiable difference that those, 
those tips, those strategies, those tools are making in your life. Don't wait. Instantly apply. Now, I know we didn't talk about this before because you wouldn't send me the list. Mm -mm. So I'm going to ask you something. There is no list. I'm going to ask you something, Virgo, you guys, that you may have to take a second to think about. Okay. Could you give one example of somebody stuck in the vortex and what they've done to change it? Because you help people all day long at your fitness and your nutritional type group facility. Yeah, I think that, I think weight loss or nutrition, we'll use the word diet, even though I don't like the word. I think diets are the place where I see this all the time. Well, your first book was The Overweight Mind. Yeah. Yeah. My first book was called The Overweight Mind. And so really that's what, that's why I wrote that first book is because I saw people being stuck and there's, and we can all agree that there's no, there's not a lack of information out there when it comes to weight loss. Like you can Google what, type in weight loss in Google right now and you'll get 7 trillion articles. You'll get 75 different diets You'll get 85 different gurus telling you to do this or that or the other thing. And so people know what to do, but they've overconsumed because there's keto, there's paleo, there's guido, there's low carb, high carb, moderate carb. There's every other diet on the planet. And we read all this stuff, but we don't do anything. And then the client comes into me and they're like, Jay, I've tried everything. I'm overwhelmed. I've tried everything and I don't know what to do when really... They haven't tried anything. They've just tried a bunch of things for like a day or two. And we all know that that doesn't work. But to make it full circle, really probably the reason they're overeating and not exercising is because of an emotional issue. Oh, 100%. It doesn't have anything to do with the diet or what they read online. It's because they're dealing with something else. So that's a vortex you see. Like Absolutely. Get, okay. And it happens in business as well. We all, you know, I own my own business and it's easy to get stuck in a vortex of like, well, I should run this ad or I should run that ad or I should do this marketing or I should do that marketing. And I think that's the value of what Lori, you know, teaches with at this podcast and with the Beauty Biz Club is that you're getting like tried and true information um, systems. systems. Yeah. Just like when you work with me in my studio or in my virtual program, like I'm giving you a systematic blueprint for how to follow it that hundreds and thousands of people have gotten successful results doing. And I just want to bring you out of that vortex. And that's kind of one of the reasons I wrote this book. I don't want you to get stuck in the personal development vortex of, of trying to figure out what do I do next? Okay. So the personal, you guys listening, and I just had a good analogy, the personal vortex is a lot like your acne client that comes in and says, I've tried everything. I've tried everything. And you give them the protocol that's going to work and they don't do it, they go out and still try everything because it doesn't work in a week. So that's how you can apply this personal self-development vortex to your life. Take a true and tried, get the book, follow what he says, and just see if you start to feel different when you shut off some of the other noise. Yeah, if you read this book and you apply the principles that I, that I lay out for, the roadmap that I, that I use, I can, I'll, I'll even say this, I'll guarantee you, you will make positive shifts in your life. It's, it's that simple. And then I want to talk a little bit about, and then I'm, we're going to tell them a crazy story about when you started to really make a change in your life and what happened with the grasshopper. Oh, I thought you were going to say when I fell out of the bed, but we'll talk about oh, that later. Yeah. We were just on vacation <laughs> and we weren't even drinking, but in the middle of the night, Jay fell out of the bed, the loudest noise ever. I'm like, I thought somebody was breaking into our hotel room. So I don't even know how it happened, but we'll, we'll do a whole other It was the vortex that, that we were in was. Sedona on. Maybe it got you messed up. So talk a little bit about how surrounding yourself with the right people started this shift for you. And then let's tell them what happened when I think you became aware that you really wanted to change into a different person because it's a crazy story. Mm, you know what? I think that who I have surrounded myself with has been the 
the linchpin or the the hallmark moment in my success from a business, um, personal, um, spiritual, health and wellness, everything. I think it's been it's been the most important thing that I've done, and that started with um, when I met Lori in Mexico, like twelve and a half years ago. So I think it's important and it's, it's, like I said, it's been the most important thing that I've done. And since meeting Lori and like adding her to my circle of success, I've just expanded on that, bringing in beautiful people into my life that um, have beautiful energy that get me further faster just by being surrounded by them. And so I think it's, it's one of the most important things that you can do. Okay, so we're going to share a really, really personal story. I don't even know what we're about to share, so this may get weird. (laughs) (laughs) It's going to get weird. And I think if you guys have been listening to me at all for any amount of time, you know that I can be very serious in Virgo and strategic with my systems and processes, and then I can go all woo-woo on you. So I think when Jay first started his own business and started creating these changes, and I think you're going to notice when you start to, you read Jay's book, and you start to create shifts in your life, you are going to be giving these mind-blowing signs if you're open to them. So looking back now, when Jay really started to change, one night I woke up in the middle of the night and I had a dream that Jay's dad, who you remember, he said passed away when he was five. He actually was killed by a drunk driver. I think we can share that. Mm -hmm. And you go deeper into the story in the book. But I had a dream that Jay's dad was standing in our bedroom. Now, I didn't tell Jay that until we were at happy hour later that night. And thank God my sister and my BFF, Jennifer, were there because nobody would believe us, right? Mm -mm. So we're having a cocktail in the afternoon. And I said to Jay, we started talking about loved ones who had passed away. And I looked at Jay and I said, can you ask your mother if your dad had a favorite green outfit? Because he was standing in our bedroom last night. He was leaning up against the wall and he was fully dressed in green. He looked like a grasshopper. Do you remember that? Yeah, totally. So I looked away over at Jennifer and my sister and we're chatting. I look back at Jay and I have photos of this. What was sitting on your shoulder? A green praying mantis. A big green praying mantis. And I screamed because (laughs) I had just finished saying your dad was in our bedroom looking like a grasshopper. So Jennifer and my sister and Jay and I are all freaking out. We got to find this picture so we can share it with the listeners. So... Swear, how long did that... Hours. That praying mantis stayed on Jay's shoulder for hours. It crawled. We have documents of this. It crawled in the back of his head. Yeah. And was just in his hair. And we got ready like three hours later to go to dinner. And I go, I have to get this thing off your head because I was scared somebody was going to walk by him in the restaurant and smack him on the head saying, you have a big green bug in your head. It would not... It wouldn't leave... It wouldn't come... It wouldn't get off me. It was the weirdest thing. So it was like once Jay started dealing with his pain, it was almost like his dad gave him the gift of saying, you're doing the right thing. And then I remember we saw shooting stars that night driving mm-hmm. home. You got a segment on the local news out here and your business started exploding. Did you ever correlate all of this happening around the same time? Because I didn't until just now. Um, probably not. I mean, I think when, you, when you're open to things like that, when you're open to that belief, then I think things definitely start coming your way. I mean, it's like the whole reason that I you know, have the studio I have now was the flood and all of those things. So it's always, you know, the universe is always speaking to you somehow. I do think if you're stuck, if you're in, and my, my favorite Oprah always says this, if you're stuck and you're feeling like overwhelmed or emotionally depressed or damaged, maybe it's happening for you, not to you. And it, it's a sign to, to invest in something that can really help you shift and see things differently. 
Yeah, one of my mentors, right. I even wrote about that in the book, one of my mentors, Ed Milet, and a couple of other guys have been, um, you know, credited with, with this quote, but life happens for you and not to you. And so I think once I started believing that and living that, like everything changed for me. You, you kind of become a victor instead of a victim. So when you get in victim mode, it's really tough to to move forward or to grow or to evolve. But if you can just flip that thought process that life's actually happening for you instead of to you, it really changes the game. Can I actually, I want to talk about this too. Um, I think that if you are a beauty entrepreneur, a beauty practitioner, and you're working on people and you are in victim mode, walking around with that energy, it's a client reflector, totally. not attractor at all. So you have to work on yourself and move through it and use that pain maybe to help a client instead of holding on to it so deeply yourself. Yeah, I think we're all in the same, we're all really in the same business. I mean, I, I own a, a health and fitness studio. Um, most of you guys own your own beauty biz practices where you're, you know, you're working with people on a daily basis. And I think energy is the most contagious thing out there. And I think that if you have an energy that is beautiful and your your aura is is that of abundance and you're you know, open. I think people can feel that and they're going to be drawn to you. And on the flip side, I think if you're, you know, in pain and you feel like you're a victim and you feel like life's not happening, you know, in a, in a great way for you, you're going to give off that same energy. And that's kind of a, you know, from a business perspective, that's a client repeller. Absolutely. Um, what else do you want to share with the clients about? First of all, tell them how to find your website and how to find your book. And then if there's anything else you want to wrap it up with and share, it's Sunday afternoon. And I think we're going to go soak in the pool here in a little bit. You know, there's the easiest ways to find the book. I mean, most people are on Amazon these days. You can just go and type in, you know, The Purpose of Pain. And you could even put my name if it helps, Jay Nixon. And the book will pop right up on Amazon. You can get it on, you know, paperback or Kindle. Or you can actually go to my website, which is The purposeofpain.com. And then it has all the links there for Barnes and Noble and Amazon and, you know, any, anywhere that you can buy the book online, it, it's available. So you can just go search the purpose of pain. And then you said in the future, maybe early next year, you would come into the beauty biz club and talk about how to apply this into moving forward in your business. If you feel stuck. Yeah, I think, you know, when I'm writing a book like this, and even when I wrote like the overweight mind, you could really take out, um, you know, all the weight loss things to it. I think that, even from a business perspective, if you're stuck, so if you're stuck personally or professionally, the tools and the strategies that I outline in the book are just blueprints that will help you get unstuck. And that's really the, the next phase of, of all of our lives and all of our businesses. We need to be moving forward. I mean, I think everything's energy and you're either moving forward or backwards. And my goal um, with writing the book was to get people and give them the tools and the strategies so that they could actually use it as momentum to move forward. I just thought about something awesome you could do in the club because he's holding his book right now and the cover speaks to me. It's so beautiful. And I think it, it it's a perfect visual of what's inside the book. But maybe you could even come in the book and share, I mean, in the Beauty Biz Club and share a little bit about how somebody could write a book if they wanted to share their story like this. Because you've done a few of these and you're, oh, totally. you hammer it out like nothing I've ever seen before. Totally. It's like everything else. There's a system. And, you know, now that I know the system and I have the system, um, it's, it's, I could definitely help anyone who had the, um, had the desire to write a book and was willing to, you know, to go through those, those moments that I'll, I'll share a little bit about that when I come into the club and teach of, you know, what, what the whole process is like, but I could definitely do that for sure. Okay. And then, um, 
to my listeners. Thank you guys for being here to Jay. Thank you for sharing. And I'm going to commit to reading this book when we're on vacation in Hawaii. Oh, here we go. <laughs> here we go. We'll let you guys know how it goes. <laughs> thank you guys so much. Anything else, Jay, before we sign off? No, but I just want to say thanks for having me. And uh, guys, just go out there and keep being your best versions of yourselves. Thank you guys. Bye. Thanks for tuning into the Beauty Biz Show. I hope this episode leaves you feeling inspired to build the beauty biz of your dreams. If you'd like to know more about how you can become a member of the Beauty Biz Club, the only professional success-based society designed to fuel your success by providing you with the ongoing resources that are needed to excel in the beauty industry, please visit beautybizclub.com. Again, that's beautybiz club.com. Also, if you'd like a copy of my free report, top 10 secrets of successful beauty biz practitioners, please visit lorikrete.com.